I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, April 17th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. In some Anne Arundel County Public Library news, the library has announced that they have pushed off the opening of the new West Street Library until sometime this summer due to the COVID-19 virus. They've also said that they are going to be extending the closure of all branches through at least June 8th. In somewhat of an amusing story surrounding the library, yesterday they installed the signs for the new library over the doorway as well as on a brick sign out along West Street, and they misspelled Michael Bush's name. The library is named for the former Speaker of the House of Delegate, Michael Bush, and the sign out front was spelled M-I-C-H-E-A-L-E Bush. And in another bit of a snafu, the lettering over the entry has it sort of like McKaylee. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-E dot Bush. Spelled Michael right, but they forgot, I guess, a space there. It's kind of funny. You can go to ionanapolis.net and see the pictures of that. They do have tarps over that now that the library has discovered it. And we reached out to Christine Feldman, who is the spokesperson for the library. And she said that we discovered the error today and are working with the sign maker to determine how it happened and get it fixed immediately. We apologize to the Bush family for the mistake. Speaking of Michael Bush and politics and the House of Delegates, last night the Anne Arundel County Democratic Central Committee selected someone to be our next delegate for District 30A. But it was all behind closed doors or behind a non-public Zoom session, so we don't really know who they selected at this point. We probably should know something a little bit later on today. Yesterday, the Small Business Administration announced that it is out of money. Well, not totally out of money, but it's out of the $349 billion it had for the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program for small businesses. They said they are unable to accept new applications for the Paycheck Protection Program based on available appropriations funding. Similarly, we are unable to enroll new PPP lenders at this time. That $349 billion went very quickly. We've heard from many small businesses in town who said they have applied, who said they were very fast on the gun to apply, but it's such a convoluted process that they weren't able to get any kind of an answer. Some are still waiting for an answer, but most are losing hope. Very disappointing. 
We know that evictions are on hold temporarily in Maryland while the state of emergency goes on, but Anne Arundel County took it one step further to protect those that are of lower income. They have a program now is going to be funded by proceeds of the slot machines from the casinos in the county. And to qualify, a family has to demonstrate a household income of 80% of the area median income for household size. So that's about $76,000 for a family of four. Beginning on Monday, April 20th, if you are interested and qualify, you can check out the Eviction Prevention Program at the Anne Arundel County Community Development Services website, or you can give them a call at 410-222-7600. Participants will need to provide documentation that shows that their income was disrupted in the wake of the coronavirus, a letter from their landlord or mortgage company that they are behind on payments, as well as household income documentation. So there's some help for some lower income people. And any relief that can be given to anybody right now is certainly much appreciated. We've heard of pop-up shops and pop-up art galleries and everything else. Well, now there is going to be a pop-up COVID-19 testing site in Parole. This is a walk-up testing site, and it will be one of several that are going to be moving around the city. They'll continue weekly at various locations within the municipal limits of the city, and it allows the health department to bring testing to some of the most vulnerable communities and eliminates the need for transportation to get to one of the testing sites. Now, the first one is going to be on Monday, April 20th. It is an appointment only, and it's going to be held at the Parole Health Center on Drew Street. Remember, for any of these testing sites, you must be symptomatic, you must have an appointment, and you must coordinate that through the Anne Arundel County Health Department. You can contact them at 410-222-7256. Seniors graduating high school this year have a little bit of a waiver. Superintendent George Arlotto has announced a couple changes to the graduation requirements for the class of 2020. They will need to earn 22.5 credits to receive their diploma, which is three and a half credits than the 26 typically required for Anne Arundel County schools. Now, these are solely in elective credits. The basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic will all be full credits as required by the state. Also, Arlotto wanted to move to a pass-fail type grading system for the last semester, but that was shot down by the Board of Education saying that they would rather have students opt into or out of that. Arlotto said that that wasn't likely to happen because, well, apparently the school has a, quote, grading vendor that is also facing staff shortages and they would need to rewrite the code. I remember the days when teachers used to just write the grades down on a little card and give it to you in an envelope to take to your parents to have it signed. I guess now you need grading vendors to do things like that. And if you did not get a chance to catch our bonus episode yesterday afternoon at noon, you want to take a listen to that. That was a real fun one to do. It was good. We spoke with Steve Samaras and Constance Palomalo from Zachary's Jewelers. And there is a business that was going like gangbusters going into this COVID-19 thing and just absolutely had the door slammed shut on them. And they have really pivoted, figured out how to make business work when you can't have business coming in your door. But the thing that really got me on this one is Steve Samaras has been doing these daily video casts, usually about two minutes long, of his favorite things in Annapolis. And it could be restaurants, it could be places, it could be people. Really kind of fun to listen to. Listen to the episode, and in the show notes there, we do have a link to his videos, which are on his personal Facebook page. He did give me permission to do that. And I would definitely check that out and see how Zachary's Jewelers is addressing the whole COVID-19 situation. Depending on how much longer this goes on, I think I may talk to a couple more businesses and find out how they're doing. Again, not a whole lot going on on the weekend. Well, certainly not enough to make a whole segment out of it. But I will tell you about two things that are happening Saturday and Monday. It is 
Operation Gridlock. Sounds ominous, but what this is, is on Saturday from noon to 2, there will be a protest to open up the city businesses. It's called Operation Gridlock, and vehicles will be traveling up along Main Street, likely down Duke of Gloucester and just sort of in a circle, apparently gridlocking traffic, trying to get the city to open up businesses. Likewise, on Monday, April 20th, there is no specific time on this yet, there will be a protest to open up the city businesses as well, where they will be on foot all around the State House. If you've watched any of the news in the last couple days, this is very similar to what you've seen happening up in Michigan, in Lansing, Michigan. And as always, if you decide to go down and either participate or watch or observe, please keep in mind social distancing and be safe. All right, that does wrap it up for today. It also wraps it up for the week. How about that? You want to make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. We'll have updates on these stories and more. And I know we'll have information on who was selected to be the new delegate for District 30A. If you're someplace where you can give us a rating or a review, please do that. And let your friends and family know about us and how to get a hold of a podcast, download it, and put it right onto their phone for them. Other than that, hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one one minute, but first, a message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland. First, I'd like to recognize Governor Larry Hogan and County Executive Stuart Pittman for their leadership through this pandemic as we all continue to adjust to new norms in these challenging times. To be sure, we'll come out of this situation with some permanent changes to our way of life, including the possibility of a greater commitment to a more holistic and sustainable lifestyle. Because of that, maybe now is a good time for you to start thinking about your energy future, including a shift to solar for your home or business. Fortunately, Solar Energy Services utilizes interactive technology tools that allow us to continue to do business safely while providing detailed, accurate presentations and proposals from a distance. So don't hesitate to schedule a free solar design with us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a wasting. But together, we'll get through this. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, April 17th. Yesterday was another chilly day, and what has been a fairly cool week overall, and while today will be a bit warmer with temps in the low 60s, it'll still be breezy with a bit less sun as well as the storm approaches from the west. And that storm will bring some late p.m. showers lasting into Saturday morning, leading to another cool day on Saturday in the 50s with more breezy winds after that storm moves by and a trailing cold front moves through with it. But the weekend will have a great finish with sunshine in mid to upper 60s for the Annapolis region on Sunday, which will start a nice trend of 60s and even 70s for much of next week. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Continue to do all you can to stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Hi, this is Brian Griffiths, the founder of Maryland Podcast Month. Maryland Podcast Month was founded in 2018 to draw attention to all of the great podcasts and podcasters here in Maryland. And during this time of social distancing, there is no better time to start learning more about locally produced podcasts. Shows like my podcast, Red Maryland Radio, Eye on Annapolis, The Conduit Street Podcast, JB's Drive-In Podcast, The Maryland Crabs, Quality Time, The Society Fringe Players, and more are still putting out fresh content. 
Visit MarylandPodcastMonth.com to learn more about these great Maryland podcasts. That's MarylandPodcastMonth.com. And we thank you for your support of local content. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.